Okay, my loves, we're back. It's 5.32 p.m. and it's the same day, April 1st. We're getting back into the channeling from Nipsey, okay? Um, while I was like, you know, chilling with my son, because it was more so like he was singing out there, but his singing was just a little too obnoxious for these messages for me. Like, I love him to death, but like, this shit is about to get really real. I, I need you guys to really see this because everything was documented, okay? Because he's a celebrity, right? So it's like, remember how it t- how I was telling you guys, like, illusions are starting to come out about things? Like, it looked a certain way, but in reality, it was really something else. So, like, when you guys are done listening to my podcast, if you guys are really interested in what I'm talking about, or, like, people from other countries that don't know about this person, that it's like, you know, you might have this certain view of how, like, Hollywood and um america is you know it might seem like it's all fucking peaches and cream but it's not and you know you're trying to figure out the deeper meaning behind things i really want you guys to go watch that um five series i mean five part documentary deeper than rap the assassination of nipsey hustle okay because what i'm seeing on here is like he's telling you guys like the behind the scenes on his perspective of what was going on but it's like on the documentary and stuff we're seeing like what was filmed and what was on hollywood and what was on tmz and the interviews and like what the higher ups wanted you to see from him and things like that okay so also when i was like chilling or whatever he had me listening to his songs okay so he had like random songs coming on my playlist and i was on shuffle so i'm like okay i'm still tapping into his energy we still got a lot to talk about so another song that popped up was know that i know featuring bino okay so youtube google it whatever spotify it whatever right know that i know by nipsey hustle featuring bino and i think it's on a no pressure album okay so when he's talking about that song he's wanting me to let everybody know that when he's saying i know that i know I, they know that I know that I know that I know or something like that right on his chorus he's talking about the fact that like when he found himself because remember I told you this is his spiritual journey and it's like we're we're watching it from the <clears throat> from the outside because it's like we're you know we're an audience he's a celebrity right but it's like this entire his entire journey his entire entire marathon his whole point of like calling it a marathon is his journey you know he had his own language for it but that was his spiritual journey, okay? And it's like, um, the point where he found out that he was like a god or like he he had a unique sense. Like when he started really reading and like looking into these things and really tapping in, it's like he knew he was a god on this planet. Like he knew how important he was. So it's like that's why he wasn't so easily swayed, you know? So that's why it's like not, lo- not only am I encouraging you guys to, like, learn about yourselves, you know, tap into your spiritual journey and, like, really find yourselves, but also there's a lot of celebrities that are not in the mix that are also trying to do that, too. Unfortunately, a lot of them were um, murdered, like, you know, a lot of them. And I'm going to be exposing all the ones that were murdered so that they can still get their truth out because they got me fucked up and they got them fucked up, you feel me? So, check out Know That They Know, featuring Bino, okay? And read the lyrics to that, and, like, listen to the song, okay? Another thing on YouTube I want y'all to watch, um, especially the people that don't know him like that, or didn't watch his journey, or even for the ones that did and you forgot. Look up the episode um, that he had with Sloss and Bruce, okay? If you guys don't know who Sloss and Bruce is, and you guys are not from the United States or whatever, okay, in California, L.A., Los Angeles... Crenshaw and Slauson is like a really tough hood, okay? There's gang violence, there's a lot of things going on, murders, 
you know killings all that kind of stuff right um drugs all that right so it's like this is the neighborhood we grew up in that's why when i mention a lot like this is my mission this is my purpose this is what i mean it's not just me it's other people out there that have a divine purpose and like i was saying earlier him and boogie him and lauren their area is that's where they're both from so it's like they were there to heal that area you know what i mean so it's like they try to take out the main person that was healing that area like with tupac he was healing it in a different way as well you know what i'm saying so it's like pay attention to these things but sloss and bruce watch his story with sloss and bruce i'm not gonna tell you too much about it if you don't know because i don't want to ruin it and then you just don't watch it but like watch how caring and loving he is okay and this is a fucking millionaire you know what i'm saying he was still a normal human being. He still made sure everybody has some type of job. And I mean, the, the most I'll tell you guys about Slauson Bruce is like he couldn't he couldn't get a regular job from anybody else. You know what I mean? He couldn't just go and fill out a paper. And a lot of people that have backgrounds or whatever, you guys know how that feels to feel like you can't get in somewhere because of a mistake you might have made just that one time. You know what I mean? You got this on your record forever. So now it's like the only person that gave him a shot, the only person that believed in him was Nipsey. And they took that from him. They took that beautiful loving energy from the hood and another thing that kept getting brought up in the sloss and bruce episode was uh neighborhood so for the people that know about you know crips and things like that he's from 60s okay and he, he they say like i don't know like their their slang or their slogan or whatever they say neighborhood you feel me but the thing about that is so much deeper okay so i'm, I'm gonna break it down for you guys so remember how i told you guys or he said that he's the Tupac of this generation, right? Okay? So with Tupac, his thing was thug life, right? But I want y'all to also watch the movie, The Hate You Give, okay? Because The Hate You Give will explain on a deeper note that I'm not about to get into because this is not a Tupac episode. But it'll explain the the message behind thug life. It's way deeper than just being a thug, you feel me? Watch the movie, The Hate You Give. And the girl in that movie is going to break it down, okay? So, he has his own slogan that he did in his own movement, right, Tupac? That he moved the same area, but they took Tupac out. So now the next generation's coming in. And here's this God incarnated on this earth, Horus. And, and, you know, Horus, but he's in Nipsey Hussle's form. He's doing the same thing. You feel me? In his own way, in his own unique way. He, but he's doing the same thing, trying to stop the violence, da da da, da. He got further than what Tupac got because they assassinated Tupac quick. You know, it's like Nipsey was a little bit more chill. He wasn't as rowdy. They're both fire signs, right? No, I think Tupac was a Gemini, but he had Aries in his chart. So he was very fiery. And Nipsey is a Leo and he's a four time Leo. So he does have a lot of that fire in him. But he had a clear seeing because of who he was as a guy, the horse. He represents the third eye, okay? So he's seen things that other people couldn't see. So he knew he couldn't be up in here all rowdy and, you know, he know he, he ain't a punk. He knew where he needed his rowdiness and he knew where he needed to be, like, more educated and, like, match up to their standards so he can um, basically one-up the system pretty much. Like I told you, they fear a black man or a person of color. They fear us when we have education, when we have books in our hand, when we have knowledge of ourselves, Okay? So, like, for Nip, his thing is neighborhood. For Tupac, it was thug life.
for Nipsey, it was neighborhood. And neighborhood means more than you being a part of the 60s Crips. It means way more than that. I need you guys to understand. When you watch Sloss and Bruce, watch it and really understand what I'm talking about, okay? When you went, okay, neighborhoods was around as a part of a community, okay, before before hoods were. When they took the black man out the family and, and, and they took the black man out the house, and then it means their sons were looking for other black men to look forward to, and then they introduced gangs and stuff like that in the streets, which actually ended up creating the Crips and Bloods and everything that we see here now running around and fighting each other. When that happened, right, the neighborhood and the community help in it, the, the energy of it takes a village, that's separated, right? And then it just became a hood, okay? And then with our gangs in there, it just became us pitting against each other. And he's seen that, okay? He's speaking through me right now. He's seen that. So the reason why he really pushed the word neighborhood on a deeper, like, people are looking at it like, oh, he's a crip. That's just what he's going to say. That's his slang. No. It's deeper than that. He's bringing back the community and, and, and the actual feel and the energy of things being a neighborhood and it being a community again. Watch what he does with Sloss and Bruce, okay? If nothing else, if you don't feel like watching the five-part, you know, documentary because you're not a, you know, you're not into this like me, at least watch the, like, I think it's like five, six minutes on what he, you know, what he does with Sloss and Bruce. That's a neighborhood. That's a real-ass person. That's a loving human fucking being. He made sure that man, like, that man that went through so much in his life and then to not be able to get jobs or anything because of his past or whatever, he gave him a job to clean. I think he was cleaning up, like, the uh, the building, like, you know, the parking lot, stuff like that. He, he did, like, little odd jobs around, but he still paid that man. He took him out, got his, uh, his nails, you know, his manicure, pedicure, made him feel good, gave him a massage, took him to get some new clothes and shit. That's what I mean. They need they need programs and shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? This is the type of energy he carries. People loved him. So that's why it don't make no fucking sense that he would die to gang violence in his own hood when this is the type of energy he brought to his hood. People did not play that shit when it came to Nipsey. I don't care if they were the opposite gang. They had respect for him. If you don't believe me, YG is from the blood side of the gang, which is the... the immediate rivals crips and bloods are immediate rivals with each other okay trust me i know all this shit okay i grew up in this shit they're immediate rivals they made songs together several songs together okay yg and nipsey them making that movement together banded the bloods and the crips onto just let's get some money shit you feel me that's a problem for the hires up. He was he was such a problem for them. That's why they assassinated him, okay? That was not no regular ass shooting. I'm trying to tell everybody that right now, okay? So, let's see where he got us going with this because we still got hella cars out in front of us. Let's see. So, I think we was leaving off on... We left off on... Um, on them saying that... Um, on him saying that all those times that, you know, on his different interviews and different things when he would talk and stuff, like when you look it up or you might see it on a documentary and he was mentioning it, mentioning it, mentioning it, fuck. <laughs> um, basically, like, without us knowing, this was the higher-ups trying to, like, get to him, okay? 
So, like, sending the police member, I told you, like, on the last episode, uh, Alec Baldwin was, like, he fucked with or had fucked on or ex-wife or court wife or however the, the, the Illuminati puppets and shit that's in the industry, when they actually with the shit and they follow along with this, whatever they do, they have police and, and stuff in their back pocket because they all have orgies and shit and blackmail on each other, right? So it's like, he kept turning, even though he was from the hood and he was trying to make it out and he was trying to get in Hollywood, but he wasn't accepting their contracts they was trying to get with. They kept trying to send him more different ways and different contracts. So that's why they send different companies. Like, oh, I think he was mentioning on one episode, oh, Sony came and oh, this person came and oh, that person came. And then he finally agreed with somebody and then something else happened until he had to make his own shit, right? He'll say that. Pay attention to that. He's, he's telling you, but it's like, Things were an illusion back then, so it just seemed like, oh, this is not what's happening. But I'm telling y'all what's really happening, okay? He was trying to tell us what was going on, okay? And it's like they were sending, like, his brother to jail, his brother to prison, you know? They were seizing and closing and um, and stopping his the sale of his products that were legit products. Like, when he bought the store on Slauson and Crenshaw, and, like, they made it into, like, a, a, a his marathon clothing store, like, in the beginning, beginning, when they first got it. Not what it is now, but, like, when they first, first got it, they stopped doing and hustling and all that stuff, and they was just putting all their energy into that. That's why they were um doing stuff where it was, like, um making it harder for them, setting them back, you know, putting them in prison, making them have to pay bail and do all this stuff so it's like their money wasn't able to go into the shop. And I think he said something like that, too. Like, at this point in time, we had to go back to hustling because it's like all the money wasn't being able to put, be put in the shop because we had to keep bailing each other out because it's like... They didn't understand why. It just seemed like LAPD was targeting them. This is why. I'm telling you why. He's telling y'all why right now. They were targeting them because the higher-ups got some of the LAPD in their pockets, okay? So this is why some of the things was happening like that. Yeah, this is crazy. It's like, we've been watching it this whole time, but it's like, now that the illusion is gone, and it's like, you know, we got more people that can see into things like this. Like, I'm not the only psychic that can, but like... Not everybody's spirit is gonna come to somebody's psyche. You know what I'm saying? Like some of these psychics be saying, I be watching them. They don't be knowing nothing, bro. They don't be saying nothing. If these people don't directly come to you, then it's like what you're saying. It don't mean nothing, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it's like my story. You guys are gonna fucking see, bro. I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm not playing. When I tell you, his family and everybody that I say on my podcast is gonna get justice, whether it's um. Maya Mercano, okay, whether it's Tyrone Cerro, uh, whether it's um, Stephen Carr, what any anybody that I mention that I've done their podcast, they're going to get justice, and that's on period, okay? I'm not afraid, and I'm not scared to let people know I come from ancient Egypt. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I recognize Lauren's energy. She's Hathor. His energy is Horus. Okay? When it comes to Beyonce, her energy is Oshun. Okay? Look at her. She calls herself Queen Bee. Like, these beings are really here in all different areas of the world trying to open up some shit, okay? Yeah, what I'm seeing right now, getting back to his channeling, he's showing me that they sent so many things to try to stop him. Like, I'm also seeing, okay, he's telling me something. Okay, you remember how there's a part, there's a lyric, and he's having me play this. It's like it's like playing in my head right now. Man, I wish my nigga Fats was here. Um, how you died? 
at wait how you die after banging something 30 years or something like that like basically his friend fats was like one of his best friends he was like older and it's like after 30 years of banging in the streets and now that we're like fathers and now that we calm down and we not even a part of the hood no more it's like how did you get shot you know like what happened he's telling me right now that he's in the next world this was orchestrated they took fats from him so remember how i told you in the other podcast they'll do so many different things to try to like punk you scare you that's why will had to go up there and slap chris rock you feel me because if not they might have took Jaden or you know whatever the other kids are willow okay they might have took one of them out okay or something like that right so it's like they try to punk you and scare you to do shit you can't punk no crip nigga from la bro you can't he's with all the shits he's with all the shits bro so it's like you can't punk him Another thing he had me watch real quick, the little quick clip of um, TMZ posting at BET when he slapped the dude, when he slapped the dude because the dude was, like, trying to punk his friend or, like, little shit like that. It's like they would try to instigate things and, like, ruin his image to make him seem like, oh, he's still just, like, this, you know, this trap nigga. He's still, like, this just this little hood nigga that's not doing that, you know? Try to take him down a few steps to try to, like, or, like, try to be like, oh, Nipsey went crazy and, you know, TMZ's talking about it and shit like that try to ruin your image when you're doing something so great he was opening up like multi-million dollar things making business connections with people changing the world on a bigger level like on some real shit he has the first smart store like he has the first smart store where you can walk into the store and it's damn near like it's like some ai technology shit i don't even know how to explain it bro it's so filthy like really watch a documentary it'll show you and how he did it and all that shit like it's so filthy the way his mind worked but they wanted people to, like, just see him as his image. But he's telling me right now, they took his bro Fats out. Yeah, that was a hit because he didn't want to sign and, and sit on their throne and, like, do what they wanted to, to, to um, whatever he, like, whatever type of music they wanted him to say. Like, okay, for example, for example, like, he has songs like Bitches Ain't, Bitches Ain't Shit But Hoes and Tricks. Yeah, okay, yeah, he has little songs like that and shit like that, right? It's a little slap, it's a little little ratchet little song to dance to whatever right but it's true you know sometimes they ain't shit right the little karmics and shit like that but it's like at the same time that's the only type of music they wanted him to make like let's look at rappers like future and them like that like to me he's a puppy i don't like future he sold out all you and it's like you you advertise drugs to your your black men like my brothers and shit that i grew up with there's been times that they scare me to death because of listening to these motherfuckers and then they go and do the shit that they're doing, putting uh, fucking pills inside of the lean and shit, and like being in comas for like two, three fucking days, bro. That shit scared me. These are my brothers that I grew up with, but it's like they're following the trend of their favorite rappers and stuff. This is the this is the energy that 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 the Hollywood people that they know that these these um, musicians and and actors and stuff carry, right? So it's like that's why they want to make them sell themselves out so that they can keep doing shit like that you feel me molly percocet percocet putting in a little put it in the lean and all that little fucking bullshit bro and you're like hmm, let me try it don't fucking try that shit my brothers were damn near in a coma for two three days i literally was like watching over them like people don't understand in a city that people don't like me in i've watched over people to make sure they didn't die off doing them doing some dumb shit several times i've watched over my brothers when they done did some shit like that okay yeah 
they tried to like get him to make some shit some bullshit the 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 song rap niggas i ain't nothing like you fucking rap niggas okay He's saying, like, bro, I'm not, like, none of them in there. I'm not going to be like none of them. He speaks out in his music. Pay attention to his lyrics on a deeper level. He speaks out. He's like, I'm not about to be like none of them. No, I'm not rapping none of that bullshit. None of that little weird-ass shit. The other rapper that was like that, I'm going to do an episode on him, too, is Extension. I know him like that because that's more of, like, my little brother's generation. But I did see a couple episodes, and he was very enlightened for his age. He had a different, unique style. He came in different, did it his own way, his own spin to it. But he still was a messenger as well, okay? So we're going to be doing a lot of episodes. They targeted him, okay? What I see is, like, they try to, um... They could have tried to target him at, like, cars or do, like, drive-bys. I don't know how Fats died, but, like, if he died in, like, a drive-by or something like that, they targeted him. They set those people up against him. Yeah. It's like somebody told, it's like, I don't know if, like, people were watching. Yeah, I'm seeing, like, he didn't, like, he didn't see that people were watching him. These these people, like, because it's like they could pay off cops, undercover cops, whoever the fuck, whatever shiesty ass, no soul ass people that, that'll take a buck to take somebody out. Or to take out his best friend so it could hurt him so he could be, be like, oh my god, I'm scared. You took out my best friend, let me go sign this contract. He's like, fuck no. He upped his game, you feel me? He got another one of his bros out, and he's still protecting everybody. They still got their squad together. That's why they always mobbed around together. That's why they was all the, always together. They didn't want the, they didn't want them to work, or they didn't he, they didn't want him to like work. It's like they wanted him to work for them. It's like when he worked on his own, the shit that he built was way more potent than anything that they wanted him to produce. Yeah, his music makes you think about things. It makes you think about your situation. Like, I'm telling you, bro. The whole reason I am I have the courage to follow my dreams is because, like, from watching him as a kid, like, growing up and shit. Like, really watching him. I'm like, man, if he can do it, shit. I could do that shit. And it's like the moment where I'm really seeing him, like, on, in Hollywood finally. It's like he made it, but he's not even a part of Hollywood. That shit just, it, it just was like, whoa. Like, you made your own lane. It's like, I see you in Hollywood. I see you on the top charts and shit. But the fact that they're not getting any cut to that and it's not the shit that you want to put out, that was such a problem for them. But that made me want to go harder towards my own dreams. Why do y'all think I do this shit and I don't stop at it? Nothing's going to make me stop. I don't care how much black magic is sent to me. It's going to roll off me. It's going to fuck somebody else's life up for them sending it to me. And I'm going to keep doing my shit. Okay? In my instance, it's not a, it's, I mean, shit, it could be the hardest. Who fucking knows? But in my instance, it's little raggedy ass bitches and little hating, jealous ass people. In his instance, it was the higher ups in Hollywood and stuff. In your instance, it's whoever it is. Don't let them stop you, okay? That's why he calls his journey a marathon. Whatever you call your journey, you call your journey. But that's why he called it a marathon. marathon. And his victory lap, man, he finally made it to the top to the point that. What was it? What was it? What was it? They, he's telling me this too. He's telling me this too right now. What was it? The Oscars or the Grammys or like something like that, right? He was like a Grammy nominee or like an Oscar nominee or something, right? And he was put up against Cardi B, right? For like album of the year or some shit like that. And everybody was mad that Cardi got it and not him. First off, they did that on purpose. Because first off, this is a male artist and a female artist. Those are two different categories. 
the music like i don't know too many men that'll go up and slap cardi b and be like yeah cardi cardi and the robbie like what dude that is a straight man that you know will slap some fucking um cardi b and really be like oh i like it like that no they're not so to put them in the same category and to make people vote like that they did that shit on purpose because if they would have put him in a male category against male contenders he would have won if she would have been in the female contenders, whoever she was up, she probably would have won that too. But to put them side by side, that didn't even—that wasn't even fair. So to me, I didn't feel like he lost at all because they didn't even do that shit right. But it was rigged to try to break his. You know what I'm saying? It's like no, you got there on your own, but you were just a nominee. It's like they keep trying to break him, like, and that was like the highlight of his career. You know what I'm saying? They kept trying to do that shit. They thought that shit was going to break him. He didn't even break a sweat. He was not tripping because at the end of the day, he knows what's up. He knew what was up. I don't know if that was the Oscars or the Grammys or whatever that was. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Go look at it. When he was still alive and it was victory lap and it just came out. And Cardi went over him. Look how the cameras go straight to him and try to make it see like, oh, we're going to catch his little sad face of downfall. He congratulated her. You're not going to break this guy. You can't break this. This man's a fucking god, okay? Yeah. But the thing is, with Cardi, I don't have no problem with Cardi, okay? I don't have a problem with her. She got some of my roots. You feel me? She's Dominican. Dominican and Haitians, same shit. You don't believe me? My ancestors, literally. Henri Christophe, okay? Google him, okay? The king of fucking Hades, my motherfucking great-great-great-great-grandfather, Okay? however many greats that was back okay so that shit is the same when she says she's a black woman she is he said he he, he's telling me right now he didn't have nothing against her with that he knew it was them trying to break his mind and break his spirit and try to put overloads on him and make it feel like okay the only way i can win this grammy is if is if i do this like they try to make it seem like after all the hard work he put in he wasn't good enough for that and made him like basically if he was still alive they was hoping that that moment would break him to make them make him come towards them to keep trying it you know what he did he said i'm gonna make something better this is just beginning i just got my foot wet i'm just getting my feet wet okay that shit slid off him he did not let that shit break him at all and that was still a fucking problem for them yeah he's telling me that like they don't want it's like they don't want you to connect with your spirit they don't want you to connect with like what you know is right you know and it's like what he's saying is like everything that he stood by all the all the energy he carried he learned that shit from powerful women okay he's saying he's telling me the reason he loved boogie was because she was a powerful woman she reminded him of like his mother and his grandmother okay so it's like in those moments where these motherfuckers was trying to stop him or try to embarrass him when he's climbing to the top all because he didn't want to sign this deal it's like in those moments he it's like it's like he knew they was gonna try to do something like that so he wasn't even tripping he stayed true to his word he's showing me that he's showing like his ancestors it's not just his mom and his grandma but it's like the ones that came before him this is something that's passed down in his lineage his African family too, like his dad and them, they don't, they're not about to, they don't give a fuck about none of that shit. You're not about to break them, bro. They got some strong ass spirits. What I'm seeing is, it's like, um, yeah, 
The other thing is, um, if you guys notice, after a while, when Lauren was pregnant, they're showing me when Lauren was pregnant, um, he's showing me that they were trying to, like, make fun of her. You know, because Lauren is fucking bomb. Like, girl, I look, you can be sus and all, but I'm going to tell you, you're fucking bomb, okay? I hope this pumps you up. Like, you know you're bomb, okay? You're bomb as fuck. You're hella bomb. Like, if we had the top 100, like, bro, you're like, look, okay? (laughs) I wouldn't even give you a number because you know you're, like, number one, bro. Like, come on. You're hella bomb. He's showing me, like... He had the baddest female on his arm. And and she was genuine. She ain't no fucking... Remember I told you, I don't really care for Nicki Minaj. I used to like her. Because she used to, you know, she's a Sagittarius. So it's like the way she rapped, it would speak to me, you know? But like, after seeing a person, I don't like her. After her supporting the rapist and the pedophile shit, I don't like that kind of shit. That's not cool. And you supporting that makes other people that watch you and admire you think that that's okay. That's her little shit that she does for the 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 uh, higher ups right for lauren though she's so fucking pure he's showing me that she's so magical that it's like they try to break her when she was pregnant with cross and it, it, he's showing me that like it's like he he, he might have if, if you guys noticed there wasn't that many pictures or like she wasn't out that much because it's like every time she was out they would try to take a weird picture of her and like be like oh she's as big as a whale like there was one magazine i think it was people or something and they call her a whale or something that pissed me the fuck off i sent that motherfucker some demons that day whoever the fuck took that picture made an article wanted to post about it talk about it make it seem like this beautiful pregnant woman was something other than beautiful and pregnant because she was birthing a, a human being into this world how dare you so yeah whoever's listening if you felt your house was haunted after you took that picture of lauren that was me I don't play that shit. The fuck? Don't you dare. So they was going around trying to attack her beauty when she was pregnant, trying to break her character, break their spirits. He kept her protected. He kept her out of the cameras as much as possible. Yeah, they you might caught him at a game or something like that when she was pregnant. You know, because they have to go out and enjoy fun, but they're celebrities. But he was trying to keep her as protected as possible because she's so powerful. It was like they were trying to affect her pregnancy and make her like have issues and you know depression and all that kind of fucking shit yeah it's like she's so loving it's like they try to fuck with her energy okay i've seen nature it's it's showing me like they try to make her offers she turned them down she don't do that shit no she's not even gonna speak about it she's not gonna negotiate it no she's not for it this is why they mesh so well because it was like literally they're one and the same if you notice okay so it's like, I'm going to say this too, with movies and shit. Remember how I was telling you guys some of the movies that it's like the ones that might just go straight to Netflix or just like straight to DVD. And it's like, oh, I didn't know this big um, 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 actress or actor was in it and it just went straight to DVD. It's because they didn't want to be with the bullshit. If you want to hit the fucking top whatever, whatever, and everybody's like, oh, this is the best movie in the world and shit, you got to sleep with everybody. So it's like what it's telling me right now with Lauren is like she don't accept none of that shit. She'll do if she do the movie and it's cool. Okay, cool. I'll make my bucks. But I'm not about to you know what I'm saying? She doesn't have to um I feel like the reason everybody loves her is cuz it's her energy no matter where she is, no matter how much the movie is of, of you know what I'm saying? Like no matter how small her role is, that's why I like for some movies she doesn't have such a big role, you know? 
Like, for other ones, yes, she does. For some of them, she doesn't have such a big role, and that's because she doesn't want to do that kind of stuff. And she'll know what places to go to or what, you know, like, what crowd to go to to make sure she doesn't be up in those situations. Okay? Like, looking at the deeper... I need y'all to really see this shit, okay? Yeah. Their whole goal was to separate these two people. Look at, like, look at the pictures of them. It's like, when I was looking at their pictures after I finished the first uh, episode of this, I was just, like, looking at the pictures. And it, I got I got this overwhelming sense of, like, love and goosebumps just looking at them two together. It was just so fucking beautiful. Her dimples would just be all out. She had, like, shit, I feel like all four of her damn dimples would be out. Just out, just cheesing. Her eyes disappear because she's smiling so goddamn hard. You feel me? Him, too. And he barely smiled. I mean, he did smile like that, but it's like, he was a boss man, you feel me? But it's like, when she came around, he started to smile a whole lot more, and people noticed that. They would, they had each other glowing, no matter what they were doing. They went after him with so many obstacles, okay? So many obstacles. I'm seeing, like, shoot shootouts with his friends. That's how some of his, some of his friends end up passing away. The other ones end up going to, like, um, prison. You have to get them out. Any and everything to stop these two from having kids. Remember I, how I told you guys, the people that are twin flames. The Lauren and Nipsey Hussle are twin flames. So if you don't know what that looks like, if you can't, like, if you're in separation from your person right now and you guys are trying to get back to each other and there's all these obstacles, however your obstacles look, right, if those are all going on right now, and you can't quite picture what it's going to look like when y'all get together and the type of love and how it can change the world, I need you to go and look at these two people and look at how beautiful they are. And and, and I just need you to realize that you do have this partner as well. When I'm telling you guys y'all have twin flames, y'all do. Okay? You do. You have a love that's so beautiful. When I tell you just y'all loving each other heals the world, that's what I mean. Do you know how, when they were together, when he was alive, do you know how many people wanted to be them? How many people in couples and relationships? They were goals. They were goals, okay? They they stumped out, uh, honestly, and I, I'm not trying to offend nobody, but they outweighed Beyonce and G, uh, Jay-Z. And I'm not going to really speak on that too much, but their relationships seem a little, like, stiff to me. It's, like, a little stiff, you know? It could be because they're a little private, but it's, like, the love and happiness and stuff that I see from, like, um, Nip and Boogie, I don't really see it from, like, Beyonce and Jay. And that could be their own little way of love or whatever. But it's, like, it's just a little bit more hidden or something. I don't fucking know. But I can look at the picture between these two people and I feel the goosebumps of love. You feel me? That's what I'm talking about. That makes you desire and want that for yourself. That was a problem for them. Their brand of them being together represents generational wealth. Okay, this is showing me again. Okay, so when I was taking my little break and trying to, you know, calm my son down and put him to sleep or whatever, um, I did see something when I was, like, looking up because I, I felt like he was drawing me to certain things because, like, I just went on YouTube and then all of a sudden all his stuff came up. And, like, literally, I have his stuff on my phone so I don't have to, like, listen to his stuff on YouTube. But it's like, I told you guys, when when spirits are reaching out to you, that's all you're going to see. This is what that means. Like, or certain gods or deities. It's like you might click on something and it's like, say, like, Thoth or something, the Thoth uh, god, uh, ugh. the Egyptian god Thoth was reaching out to you and he needed you to write a book or something, right? 
you might get on YouTube and like all the videos you see is about throat. You might get on Google and like it might say something about like, you know, in the first article it might be like, oh, this thoth quote or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, talking about this the sacred scribes or something. It's like, what? what? I'm supposed to be writing or something? Yeah, that's what that means. So it's like literally, this is what I mean by they come to me. Not only did his energy literally come to me, like in a dream, but like literally. He won't like he did not let me get out his energy until I finished this. This is what I mean. But like he's on my neck about this shit. <laughs> like he's on my neck about it, okay? So when I was, you know, checking out the things that he's putting in my face so that I could talk about it on his podcast. Um, what I was mentioning about Imani earlier, his daughter. He he led me to see what, what it was. They're trying to like separate his kids or something like that. I don't even know how to fuck that but but like or what? I don't know what that has to do with anything because she has her own mom. Cross has his own mom and they got families and shit like that. But it's something about like they're trying to keep Cross and her away from each other or something like that. They're trying to basically the family's trying to get custody of her. They're trying to make sure that his sister, Samantha, gets custody of his daughter, Amani. And for some reason, they're making it hard for them. But remember, I told you guys, they have these motherfuckers in the justice system. So something as simple, because it's like, to the normal fucking human being that went through custody cases and shit that might be listening to this, you're like, bro, that don't make no fucking sense. Like, that's the immediate blood? Okay, cool. It, it makes no sense. I've had family members and shit that's had to, you know, take custody of other people's kids and family members and that shit ain't nothing that don't take no long time it don't take hella money and nothing like that you feel me it's nothing but a court case you feel me as long as you're you're proved to be like a, a safe guardian and stuff like that which is his sister is and she has her own child so it's like all the difficulties that they're doing is because they're trying to keep Imani out of the generational wealth I'm telling you guys his kids are special and unique he's not gonna let me tell you who his kids are but I know who they are I'm gonna tell boogie um another time when we get you know when we chop it up and stuff i'm gonna tell you who your kids are in ancient egypt he told me they're very powerful and he told me what he meant by um the secret about what cross is supposed to do he told me that too but he told me not to say it on the podcast but i will definitely tell you and your family okay such a big like man yeah it's like for them if prison wasn't working, he had to he had to go. And what I'm seeing is like at the time the dude was doing this, they had somebody watching to make sure it got done. Okay? So at the time the guy did this, it's like they had somebody nearby that was not part of the hood that was uh making sure this actually got done and then he like come like okay. So like for example it's not even an example it's the truth um if you watch the footage and stuff like that because i think they had a footage of like a nearby like camera like a security camera or something caught what happened um i think if you like listen to the news report and stuff like that that happened afterwards it's like they caught the dude immediately afterwards and he like went straight to jail and it sounded hella weird it was like the dude was like an old time hater of his right so it's almost like okay for example for me it's like, um, you know how I got all these fucking haters in my town, right? So it's like, remember how I told you guys my dad and, like, other people are, like, literally trying to hire hitmen and, like, little... They're trying to go to the people that pretty much in the hood and, like, trying to get them money to take me out. 
but they don't know that these motherfuckers fuck with me, right? Dummies. But anyways, it's like, they're trying to get people to take me out, right? Same thing with this. But it's like, they're trying to find who in the hood don't like you to do this. Like I told you, everybody loved him. But there was this one fucking hater that did not like him. And they went back to like high school or middle school or something like that. Some type of school time. And they didn't like him. The same thing with my haters. All them motherfuckers come from high school times. They're worried about shit that happened when we was 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. That I done fucking forgot about. And it's probably just because I was shitting on them back then. And they're trying to shit on me when we damn near 30. It's like that with him. But at his point, he was an actual millionaire. You feel me? He's His face all over the news and shit like that. I mean, all over TV and shit like that. He's a celebrity. So it's like the hate was even more real. I ain't even there yet. I'm chilling. I'm making motherfucking podcasts, bro. Like, ain't nobody in the big bucks yet. You hear me? I'm chilling. So it's like, this is what he's saying. They'll find the person. They'll go to the lowest of the lowest. And they'll really, like, search your shit and find out who really fucking hates your guts. And what they did with that man is I'm seeing they took that man out of jail because it was hella weird. It's like he got out of jail like 24 to 48 hours or maybe like three days before or some fucking weird shit like that. Like he got out of jail like prison a couple days before that just to get out to murder Nipsey to get go to get sent back in. They probably didn't tell him he was going to go back. They probably told him do this. We'll give you some money and go free. But they don't care about him. All they did was they needed somebody to do it so it didn't touch the higher up so that it wouldn't look like a Hollywood hit, you feel me? Because if it looked like a Hollywood hit, then of course all the black people and all the hood motherfuckers that fuck with him, everything, you know, did y'all hear about LA riots? Okay? It's not a fucking game. So they're trying to figure out how to take this man out that is like it's like Pac he's the leader of them how to take out the leader without getting our hands dirty or pointing the fingers back at us so that the LA riots and 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 all this shit won't start because that shit would have started everywhere he wasn't just he wasn't just a west coast person everybody all over the fucking world who knew who Nipsey Hussle was so if they knew that it was like some weird Hollywood shit. Because it's like, he ain't, he ain't do no hardcore drugs. You can't say he did none of that. He overdosed none of that shit. You can't say none of that. You feel me? They waited till he felt safe in his own hood. Where he felt like he didn't have to carry anything. His kid was with him. Cross, his son was two at that time. He's five now. His son was two years old. He was with him. It happened right outside his store, okay? Same kind of thing what they did with Young Dolph, and I actually broke down and did a, a short reading on TikTok about Young Dolph and his situation, but they did something similar with him too. But Dolph's level of influence and Nipsey's was very different. They took the man right back to jail afterwards. They were watching like, okay, as soon as he get done... We're going to pull up when people call the police and stuff, and we're going to scoop them up, and boom. That's why it happened so fast, so that he couldn't run, and he couldn't go tell people about the money and stuff. I don't know if, like, I'm trying to see, like, okay, so maybe this person felt like Nipsey was, I don't know if, like, Nipsey maybe bullied him before, or he's saying, like, I don't know, like, something about this, like, he's saying this nigga used to get ran out the hood, like, he was a square, he was a, like, he was weak, you know what I'm saying? And it's not even like they're bullying him, but it's like he was already like a weak ass dude. Like he's a snitch, you know what I mean? He 
yeah. And it's like, they found him because it's like, you're the only one that didn't get put on. You're the only one that didn't fit in. You're the only one that didn't, uh, nobody in the hood cared about you. So it's like, you was already an outsider. So they found him in jail, tried to offer him a couple little coins, a couple free days and stuff like that to murder him. But it's like, at the same time, what I'm seeing is like, they also have a plan for this man so that if he ever slips up and says anything about, you know, if he ever feels guilty about what happened or like is pissed off because they put him back in jail and didn't live up to what he thought it was, they got a plan to take him out too. It's like they're all, it's like they're, he's expendable and they don't care. Yep. I'm saying it's all about the love he spread around. Okay. These people were cloaked is what I'm saying. Like. A lot of these, a lot of these energies are cloaked. Like, how can I explain that? Like, how is he trying to explain this to me? Um, he's saying a lot of the police in the LAPD, they're not, they're not even really police. They're just hitmen. They're just hitmen. Let me get some to drink real quick. Yeah, he's telling me that the LAPD, most of them are not even LAPD. They're not official. They're not, like, when I say they're not official, I mean, like, they're not real policemen. They don't give a fuck about protecting nobody. This is, and this could be more than just the LAPD, but this is what he grew up in, so he's going to speak on that. You feel me? He can't speak on everybody else's shit. But he's telling me LAPD, they wear badges, but they're really hitmen. For the higher it up, okay? And you gotta understand, when I say LAPD, Hollywood, okay? Hollywood, the elites and shit like that. That's the same area. It's just a different side of town, you feel me? Los Angeles, got Hollywood Hills and the boulevards and all that shit. And you also got Watts and Slauson and Crenshaw and shit, the hood. Same place, two different sides of town, two different types of people, okay? But LAPD is governing over 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 all that okay and he's telling me them motherfuckers like they're all snakes they're all cloaked none of them he's telling me none of them bro have any good intentions the entire lapd works for the elites and they target certain celebrities certain um uh basketball players just anybody that has love or that has a, a voice or that has some type of influence of, of a positive nature and they'll target you and punk you like and try to make you scared that's why i remember how we were saying like when you guys go watch the um when you guys go watch the documentary or whatever or, or the interviews and you guys see how he talks about how um how like they was always like running them down or like running through their pockets pulling them over and it's like bro this is my car like i pay for this shit my own money like that i earn you know like this is my building like how you gonna come and seize us out this building this is my shit like i have the keys to this door you know they're not trying to hear none of that this is why all this happened he's saying it like just trying to punk them out of growing out of like rebirthing is what i'm seeing like it's like they didn't want him to shed his skin of being this hood nigga and, like, turn into something better. Because he was touching millions. Like, he was touching millions. Like, I told you guys, he had money. Him and his brother had money buried. They had to dig up the money, lost 100000 of it. 
and still have money to go and get him out. And that was a, like a million dollar bill. And he was not over exaggerating shit. Okay? Hustle is his name for a reason. Yeah. What I'm seeing is like, they done said some weird shit to him, bro. They could have even tried to like... What I'm seeing is it's like, they could have even tried to like, um... Do some weird shit and like, try to get his DNA somehow. What you trying to say with that, bro? How you how you trying to say that, bro? That okay, yeah, that duh, okay, duh, yeah, okay. That's what it is, duh. <laughs> okay, so remember how like I was telling you, okay, he's not no actor or nothing like that, right? So it's like I was telling you, like with the actors and stuff, they like uh, they have uh, fucking sex on all the fucking movie casted stuff, whatever I'm trying to say. It's like I'm trying to channel for him, and he ain't trying to say that. So it's like you know, <laughs> y'all know what I'm trying to say. So, like, I was telling you how they, like, draw their blood and they make them have sex and make sure anybody got disease, but they really, like, scientifically looking at their blood. They, I don't think they actually seen his blood before or, like, knew about it, but it's, like, his strength and it's, like, the fact that he just was so resilient and, like, the fact that he was, like, not trying to go with anything that they were saying they wanted his his DNA, Okay. So, what I'm seeing is, like, that's why they kept coming here with other offers. I don't know if, like, there was other, like, women. Yeah, I'm seeing, like, they kind of, they tried to send, like, sexy women his way. Like, bef- maybe before Lauren or, like, you know, other tempting women or, like, you know, uh, other celebrities or something like that. It's like they try to send them that way or, like, try to hook them up to see if they can get together because it's like they want it. Remember I told you they want you guys to be under this contract and, like, make a baby for them so that your offspring can, like do whatever they say and i'm gonna keep using will and jada's this because honestly this kind of happened with them and i don't know if their relationship started off love or not because i thought it was but then again i'm seeing a lot of illusions in this and the reason i'm saying that is because their kids are like damn near puppets like i told you their son Jaden was modeling dresses like come on it's like you they lit and like they were grooming him and having his dad kiss him on the lips in front of everybody and shit on national tv when he was like a teenager it's not nothing wrong when you a baby but like he's a teenage boy when he should be having girlfriends and stuff you're confusing him that's grooming okay so it's like what i'm seeing is like they try to lure him with if if if, if like the contracts didn't work if the policing didn't work if shooting his best friend and shit didn't work before lauren or shit during lauren or anything like that it's like they kept trying to lure him with like other models or like the little sluts that's like in the shit like they're in they're a part of this shit they're like they try to send them type of females his way to try to give him play because it's like okay now he got money now you got coin you know now that you're getting recognized on tv or you might got a song on the radio or something like that like when he really started to like make it at that first point before victory left i'm seeing like they try to lure him with with sex and like with girls and shit like that try to make him like not work throw him off get pregnant by somebody or something like that I mean, you know what I'm saying, like, get somebody pregnant because they want to control this kid. But it's like, he's seen through all that shit, bro. He's telling me he's an old-ass soul. Like, he's showing me, like, this old dude, like, you know, like, to, for other people, you know, if you watch Lord of the Rings, it's like Gandalf, like an old wizard, okay? But it's like, for people that got, like, Orishas and stuff, he's like the energy of, like, what's the, the, the original creator, like, Dwe Dembiela, like, the original original creator of life like he's so ancient it's like bro you're he has ancient wisdom and said you cannot sway this man 
trying to tell you guys. <laughs> yeah. Let's see where else we're going. So we got about nine minutes or like eight minutes before this part ends. And then we're going to pick it back up. And let me get out a couple more things. Yeah, they're like, they're afraid of the way his mind works. So black men, especially my black powerful men that's listening to this, okay? My black, my powerful African man that's listening to this because he represents both of these cultures. I want you to know that the power of your mind is like, that's what they fear. They don't fear you with your pants hanging down your ass. They don't fear you with a gun in your hand. They don't fear you stealing, killing, shooting, doing all that. They don't fucking fear none of that shit. They damn sure don't fear no protesting or none of that. What they fear is the black man and the black woman getting together and creating unity and creating harmony. Creating that household togetherness. And what they fear is an educated black man and an educated black woman. And that's not to say anybody else that listens to myself, they don't fear y'all either. But I speak for my people because we don't have a voice. So if you listen to my shit, you're going to listen to my shit or you can get off. I'm speaking to my people. This part is not for you. Okay? They fear your mind. This man started off as a crib. Like, why should shit? And he's still a crib. You know, he's still, you know, kicking with his dudes. He's still, you know, slap box with you, shit like that. He ain't no fucking square. But he educated himself. Learned about business. Okay? Learned about everything like bro it doesn't even like it doesn't even like bro and, and he'll list off I, there's one episode or it's like i don't even know if it's an episode or interview but it was like back in the day when he was like younger and uh people used to call him like baby snoop because he looked like little young snoop dog and uh and i think snoop even said that like he was like a a, a younger version of him or something like that um he had an interview and like he was talking about how he likes to read and like certain books he likes to read and stuff like that and i'm telling you he had like the little crip braids on his head and everything he had the bandana around his neck he had something hanging out his you know his back pocket you feel me he had all his hood niggas around him they were in the middle of the hood and he's talking about how many different books and what type of different books he liked to read that was such a fucking threat to them because not only is he with all the shits and all the stuffs but here his mind is sharp as fuck you can't sway this man you can't change him out no nothing and he has the most brilliant ideas Mm -hmm. yeah it's like they kept trying to come to him like like be like this genie he's like i don't need none of that shit like we can fulfill your every need you know like what do you want what do you desire you want this chick you can have all these chicks you want this money you can have all this money that million you got, you can have this point, this point, point, that million, and da 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 da, and da da da. You can be on the center of the world, and whatever the fuck. It's like, there's, he's showing me Aladdin in reverse. He's like, I don't want none of that fucking shit. I'd rather be, you know how, okay, if you watch Aladdin, you'll know that, like, Aladdin, he went through lessons, okay? He's showing me this because I need to break it down for a minute. He went through different lessons until he found his true self and he realized that he didn't need all those facades and different things to make him who he was. What Nip is saying is he didn't have to go through all that shit. He knew who he was because he was raised by strong-ass women. 
he had a strong ass foundation and support system and love. He was raised right. He knew it was up. So it's like the reason he wasn't so easily swayed and the reason why you can't just try to throw something and dangle in his face because it's shiny is going to work for him. Because all that glitters is not gold is another message he want to say. Like all that glitter ain't gold. Just because it look good don't mean it's going to be good for you. That could have been something his mom or his grandma used to say or, or taught him or something. And he kept that shit in his head with everything and applied it to everything. Like I said with my dad, what he taught me, the spirituality he taught me when I was a kid, and me relearning it now, those kind of things always stuck with me. That's how I was always 10 steps ahead of everybody else, okay? He's saying the same thing for him. Yeah, it's like he knew about spiritual warfare and spiritual battle and, like, energies and stuff. He's showing me this. He knew about that shit. And he knew about, like... How people would, like, try to, um, one-up you. He's showing me, like, uh, the battleship game, kind of, like, you know. With battleship, is like, you guys are both facing opposite. And it's like, you're trying to sink their ship before they sink yours. That's why he, ch- it's like, that. He's, he's telling me, like, chess. You, he always had to stay one step ahead of the game when it came to being a celebrity. Yeah. They couldn't, like, the higher-ups could not figure out how the fuck he made it up to the level that all their other puppets are on without being their puppet. And still being a loving father. And still, like, you know, like, what the fuck? Like, no, that was a problem for them. They didn't like that shit. I'm seeing, like, they couldn't control him like all the other stars. Like, there's so many, there's only a handful of people that they can control. And there's also another handful of people that they cannot control. And he was one of the ones that you cannot control him or anybody in his family is what he's showing me. Not even his girl. He's showing me uh, Boogie again. The energy he's showing me of Boogie is like Miss Honey, okay? From Matilda. You know Miss Honey? And he's saying, like, she taught him a lot, okay? Like, he, she taught him, like, a lot. Like, I want to say, like, patience maybe, too. Like, he had patience and stuff, but it's like maybe, like, patience with women. Okay. Um, on a deeper level, he he, it's like he's saying like, yeah, you opened up his heart. Your nurturing soul opened up his heart. They still see that in you, and they see they can't control her either. They 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 can't play games with Lauren. They can't control her. They can't do shit because her mind is sharp as fuck. They cannot play with her energy. I'm seeing this. Huh. There's, he's showing me something. What? What is this? What is this? What is this? What is you showing me? Yeah, none of the women in his family. He's showing me that all the women in his family are powerful as fuck. Very powerful. They have very strong spirits. Okay? He's showing me his mother, his grandmother. He's showing me his sister, Sam. And he's showing me Boogie. And then he's showing me their son. He passed in 2019. He's saying when he passed in 2019. Oh, this is about to end. Okay. He's saying when he passed in 2019 that his son is like the next step. So that's why it's like very important that he wants Boogie to get his son out of the immediate city. And, you know, you guys heal each other on your own time and like be away from all this shit because they're on some bullshit. Okay. But don't do that out of fear just do that out of knowing that you're good he just wants you away from this shit okay because he wants you to know all this shit is about to blow up in their faces and he don't want you nowhere near that okay
mm-hmm. I had to end it because it's like it was about to be an hour and it would have just cut off and I didn't want to keep channeling and lose what I was saying. But he's saying like, um, when he's telling you that he wants you to leave the area that y'all in and like go more like somewhere a little bit more isolated out of the, you know, more a little bit more country where it's like y'all got some land, you know, you're ducked off. It's just you and your family and shit like that. The reason he's saying that is like, people don't understand what's about to happen right now. Like, when I'm saying all these things, when I'm doing all these podcasts and stuff, I'm not just, like, saying it, and I'm not just, like, speaking it. Like, I don't know. I'm not just saying this shit for my health, bro. This shit's really about to happen, okay? Energetically, everybody that's not... And that's not just to the people that's connected to me or did me wrong or did these celebrities wrong. This is Sodom and Gomorrah we're living in right now. The whole world. So everybody that's done wrong is being cleared out. Shit is about to hit the fan with the politicians, with the celebrities, with the royals, everybody. The reason I'm in charge of getting this part out, because this is my mission, okay? Everybody got their own mission, like I told you. But within my mission, I'm about to show you guys how I see things and how I predict. He's telling me in 2019, his son is the next step. He's showing me the gods got him. The sun god Ra ain't playing about this baby boy at all. I'm seeing this shit right here, bro. Ra, the sun god, is not playing about this, this, this little baby boy. Anybody that even thinks a thought towards this boy is going to drop. I'm not playing with you guys. I see it. Their whole family, like, and the gods are looking like, did I do that? Oh, my bad. You were looking at him too hard. You look like you had a problem with Young Cross. You look like you had a problem with Young Amani. You look like you had a problem with Boogie. You look like you had a problem with Granny and Sam. Okay? You look like you had a problem with these people. With Jay Stone. With any of his people. You look like you had a problem, like you was fixing to say something, like you was about to think a negative thought. I'm telling you, when it comes to his son or anybody that he loved or that's around him, they're going to drop. I'm seeing it, bro. I fucking see it. Okay? I'm just saying. Y'all going to see this shit? And yeah, anybody that's trying to hit anybody up off some bullshit is gone. And I see Tupac is here too. Hey, Tupac. <laughs> he said, look, it's not a game. I want you guys to understand. Okay, because I'm very into the spiritual world. But a lot of you guys are like just now entering. So let me introduce you guys to some shit. Let me tell you guys about Thug's Mansion real quick. Because he wants me, he wants me he wants me to teach you guys a little bit about Thug's Mansion, okay? So Thug's Mansion is real, okay? However you see heaven or whatever you believe in afterlife, it's going to be real for you. Everybody has wrong. For some people, it's like a reunion with all their past loved ones. So that's what happened for them. For other people, it's like the, it might be Thug's Mansion. For Tupac, it was Thug's Mansion. But he go, and they got thugs dressed up in nice suits, somebody playing a piano. They get to, you know, smoke a cigar, chill, drink some yak, you feel me? Chop it up. Okay. So what I'm seeing is whatever heaven that you feel like there is for a G, that's where they at, okay? (laughs) But I want you to also know that when I'm speaking about these other beings, 
on these other podcasts and these other gods and deities and all these things like that, they're also up there. These beings all associate with each other. Ain't nobody separate. When I'm telling you guys about yin and yang and fallen angels and angels and how y'all keep trying to blame the dark ones and shit, it's all one. The only thing that's not supposed to be on this earth is the alpha draconians, the, the royals, the people that run this shit, that do the moves, that do the money, the Uncle Sam shit, all that shit. They're not supposed to be here, the politicians and stuff. Everybody else? Come on, man. So what I'm saying is, they're telling me some real thug shit is about to happen to these higher-ups. Just pay attention. And it's not just it's not just a nip up there. It's Pac on his side. And that, like I said, <laughs> these are two beings. Like, he said, I'm the Tupac of my generation. He's right next to Pac. Pac popped up with the fucking card. Like, I can't make this shit up. If I had a picture and I could show you guys, I would show you guys. I'm using my That's So 90s deck. And the Seven of Wands is Tupac. Thug life, okay? I told you guys, watch the movie The Hate You Give. He's going to tell you guys, okay? I'll do an episode on YouTube, Pac. I got you, bro. I got you. That's my baby. <laughs> but we're going to get back to Nipsey, okay? But he wants... He just had to come out here and show, you know, because I told you the higher-ups and them listen to my shit. I'm telling you. I know they do. Some of them are the ones that's listening to other countries. I'm not dumb. <laughs> I'm not dumb. Some of, some of the people that's listening from other countries are the higher-ups. I know this for a fact. I see you guys in my dreams. I see what y'all try to do and shit. Come on. He's telling me, if y'all even think twice, if you could cock the plan, try to send anybody to do anything to this man's family, you will all drop. And that's not just Nipsey, that's not just the guys, that's not just the demons, that's not just the angels, that's Pac too. And you know he's about all that thug shit, all that thug life, he popped up in this fucking reading, okay? Mm-hmm. Yep, so back to Nipsey. They were sending, he said they were sending bitches. Like, and like I said, he changed his lingo, but he said, no, these are some bitches. These are some nasty bitches. He was trying, they were trying to send him some nasty bitches that was into this magic, uh, occult craft shit. Mm hmm. All to keep him to stay away from who he really needed. And it's like they, they watched his interviews. He's saying, like, like I told you, when you really got a gift. The higher-ups know who you are before you get recognized. I don't care how small your platform is. I don't care if you have 52 people on your YouTube, like me. If you got some fucking messages that mean something, because you got to watch the movie, what was it, Snowden? I think it's Snowden. Snow, D-E-N. And it was talking about that one dude that, like, um, busted, like, the higher-ups for, like, tapping into everybody's phone and stuff. Yeah, there's somebody or a computer or something that... There's like certain words that they'll, um, keywords that it'll chime in and whoever says that keyword, it'll pull up the information and tell you everything they're saying. So I know for a fact that since I mention these motherfuckers names all the time, that my whole podcast is all up in their system and they know who the fuck I am. I know that for a fact. Okay. So what he's saying is it don't matter who you are. If you have a huge goal, they are watching you. Don't fear that shit. It don't fucking matter still live out your shit he's still accomplishing his goals through his family through his children and through other people still spreading his words still listening to his music still bumping his shit still like really rocking with his movement the marathon that's his legacy on top of his family and his kids that's what he's saying like no matter what you still have something to, to, to keep going on you know what i'm saying like don't stop your shit 
keep going. They try to offer him a house, a house full of hoes. It's like he's telling me they went to a party. He could have went to a party one time. And the whole house was just a bunch of hoes. Like, there wasn't even no dudes there. It was just, like, a whole bunch of hoes. Yeah. They tried to throw him off balance with that. Like, he's like, man, that shit blew up in their faces. He's like, man, once he went to that, yeah. <laughs> he's so funny. He went to some type of um, Hollywood party. He went one time. But the house was full of all bitches. He was the only dude. I'm saying he was the only dude in there. He walked up in that motherfucker and seen he was the only dude and was like i'm out of this motherfucker y'all not about to catch me bro he's like they was bitches of every flavor he's showing me bro they had black ones mexican like puerto rican cuban or anything any flavor that he wanted they had them all he showed me a mansion like at least like a three-story mansion or some shit like that like this shit's huge yeah he tried to offer him all that shit trying to throw him off his balance he, that shit blew up in their face because he said, nah, I'm not about to give up. He gave up all that shit. He didn't give a fuck about none of that coochie that was in there because all they was trying to do was have some sex magic with him and get him caught up. Yep. Damn. <laughs> I bet you some of the dudes listening like, damn, he turned down a whole house full of coochie? The whole house. It was not worth it. I wouldn't even say the devil knows how to tempt you because it's not the devil. The higher-ups know how to tempt you, Okay. Yeah, they try to keep him. They try to have him when he was on his struggle. They try, they try to hit that, that. Okay, he's telling me that happened when he was on his struggle, like before he um really like made it big. Cause it's like, I feel like they were watching him for a while and they seen like, okay, he really wanted Lauren, and it's like, you know, he mentioned it on that one thing, but it's like that intention was so strong, and it's like here she go, and they see okay, what's who's the girl she want? Who's the girl he want? And they see her and she's so pure. So it's like, oh, fuck no. Hell no, we can't do that. So it's like, okay, immediately, they got to start sending them in. So literally, when you watch that, when you watch that um, interview that I'm talking about, and you see it, and you see how young he was, and then watch his future interviews and how different his energy was, they really try to have him when he was like, and he's still in his hood days, you know? Like, I'm not saying, like, he was fine to me, you feel me? To me, back in those days, even when he didn't have no money, I probably would have still gave him some play. You feel me? Like, he he's fine. But it's like, maybe he ain't had that many women at once that wanted him. So it's like, that's how they tried to get him. Like, okay, yeah, he might got a little couple brides up in the, you know, up in the, up in the city. But it's like, shit, he ain't never had one of every flavor up in this motherfucker. Let's invite him to this mansion party. And let's put all these bitches in lingerie or something. And let's just have all these bitches up in here at once. He's like, man, none of these bitches. I'm not, I'm not trying to. Like he said, he said with Lauren I want to love her with the other ones I think there was like Megan Good and like a couple other like you know little hotties and stuff around that time that they were like taking him through the list and he's like oh that bitch is fine oh that bitch got a big ass or that bitch got a little attitude but I'll hit it you know it was like hit or smash or something like that some shit like that and he said oh no 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 with Lauren I want to love her you feel me so he had his mindset like he really boogie i don't know y'all probably talked about this or something i don't know but he's bringing it up to let us know he manifested you like he's not playing he like turned down all these other options like it was not a game bro he knew like he wanted you like he did not play about that he's telling me right now like he turned down a house full of a mansion full of coochie a mansion full of models and brides for you boogie 
okay he's showing me this again so i don't know if y'all talked about this in your own privacy or this is new to you or what but i'm gonna reiterate that shit okay feel me yeah he knew that these little young brides were like young witches or like they was into some weird wicked shit like he's not dumb you guys gotta remember okay he's our best shot okay he's from your tria his family's from your tree, okay? His dad and him. His mom is black and Creole, okay? My family's Creole. We have our own sense of spirituality. With the Habeshas, they have their own religious practices and stuff. You feel me? So combined with those two things and him being a god himself, you think he don't see a witch or you don't? You think he don't see dark energy when he... You feel me? You think he don't see a setup in the bride before he get in sleep with him? Come on, bro. He looked and seen right through them bitches. He's like, no, nah, them bitches do some witchcraft or something. I'm not about to fuck with that shit. They gonna try to probably collect my sperm or, you know, anything. They could have tried to drug him or something, get him drunk, do some shit, take the condom, make the baby, and now they got a whole baby out here. You feel me? You gotta understand, these higher-ups really wanted his DNA. They really wanted his DNA to be with whoever they wanted his DNA to be with and not Miss Lauren. They offered him piles of money, like probably money he can swim in, like on some real shit. Probably money he's saying they probably offered they offered him money that he probably couldn't even spend in this lifetime, and that's what had him say no. Cause it's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? That don't even sound right. You offering me money that I can't even spend in this lifetime to go mar- marry these bride or to date this bitch or to sign this contract? Nah, I'm good, bro. I'll make it myself. Yeah, he's not fucking dumb. He don't think with his dick. He's telling me this right now. He might be a fire sign, but he does not think with his uh, dick. He don't think like that. Not at all. He's also showing me, like, with his heart, I'll never let go. He's showing me, like, no. When I, when he got his vision focused, he, like, he's a mental, like, he was here to show, you know, with his time on this earth, he was here to show people the power of the mental and how strong your mental mind is and how strong you can manifest things he manifested his his wife he manifested his child and his family and he manifested his success and he did all of that out the mud on his own strength without anybody else's help okay i mean yeah the help of his brothers and like you know his friends and shit like that but i mean like no higher-ups no government type weird setup shit no none of that yeah i'm seeing like they hold on what you trying to tell me now oh what you trying to tell me what you trying to tell me hold on are we blasting these people what are we doing here (laughs) hold on because i think he's about to blast somebody bro yeah he's like somebody about to get justice okay there's a couple names in here that he want me to blast and there's a couple names in here that I might do some episodes on that he needs me to um get out the truth of. Okay? So he needs, he's telling me that these are the next episodes I'm going to do. And I got you, big nip. I got you. See, this is what I mean by he's my spirit guy. Like, he helps me, bro. He helps me with my fucking platform and shit. He wants me to do an episode of Madonna. Episode of Whitney Houston. Britney Spears. TLC. But in particular, yeah, TLC, yep, TLC. The issue between Brandy and Monica. Uh, episode on Lauren Hill. Ooh, uh, he's like, don't touch the Jacksons. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. 
I'll start I'll start with the Jacksons when I do a Michael Jackson episode and then we'll get into them. But Janet, she's quick to sue people. I'm not with that shit. And she don't want to play with me. You don't want to fucking play with me. I love you, Miss Janet. But you're quick that you try to hide all your secrets with money. And you can't fuck with me like that. Don't do that. You might end up getting fucked up with me. So I'm going to leave you alone. But when I do start exposing what happened to your brother, if it comes up, Miss Janet, then I just want you to understand you can't touch me. And none of your money can touch me, okay? Because she does that. I don't, I don't really like her energy like that. Like, I used to love Janet. But I don't like her energy like that because she uses a lot of her money to cover up things. And she's a part of this shit, too. But he's telling me don't do an episode just on her. Do it on her brother. And then when the shit comes out, then that's what it's supposed to be. You feel me? Um, Christina Aguilera and Tony Braxton in the Braxtons, okay? So these are all the next. Damn, you just gave me hella episodes to do, bro. <laughs> See what I mean? Like, he got me busy, okay? But he's telling me, like, for for some of them, these are the people that... Okay, for Madonna, for example. Everybody know who the fuck Madonna is, okay? She's a puppy. Britney Spears, for example. She's going through MK Ultra right now, so everybody has a different story. TLC, they represented Divine Feminine and, like, safe sex, and, like, they were speaking some truth, okay? They got separated. And the one that was highly spiritual got murdered. Her her murder? That was a murder. That wasn't... How the fuck she do some crazy shit, and then all of a sudden she ran and something died? No, that ain't sound right. She was talking about Dr. Sebi and herbs and the same stuff he was talking about, Dr. Sebi. And they took out Lisa Left Eye Lopez. I'm going to do an episode on her. The beef between Brandy and Monica. Separating and pitting women against each other. He wants me to speak on it. I'm going to speak on it. Lauren Hill. And why Lauren Hill fell off and she's not as popping as she used to be. Because she has so much. She's a powerful black woman. She had locks chocolate back on a beautiful voice her music with the fujis and stuff it spoke to your soul real fucking music you see why she ain't got no play like that no more fuck janet jackson we ain't talking about that little bra right now christina aguilera i don't know what he's trying to tell me about her but we're gonna go and get into that too and then tony braxton i know on her show she talked about a couple little things but i think like we're gonna have to really see it deeper from another perspective with this episode okay so he lined me up for a bunch of little celebrity crime file episodes, and we'll do that later. But I got you, bro. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this this all deserves justice. I'm telling you, bro. The same way I just told you guys this and how you all just seen how he took over and told me what to do next. This is what I mean by this man is my spirit guide, okay? <laughs> yeah, he's like, look, we about to troll them. They want to troll motherfuckers. We're about to troll them, okay? Yeah, we're about to troll them. He's saying that um, there's a lot of shit that happened involving the people that grew up in the 90s, okay? So, like, the 90s generation, I know there's a lot of y'all that listen to my stuff or a lot of people that, like, grew up throughout the 90s or, like, y'all was, like, raising kids throughout the 90s and, like, you know, you remember that time era, right? There's a lot of stuff that's going to be put getting put on blast within these next couple celebrity crime file episodes that's, like, um about to expose and like bring some clarity to what was actually going on okay he's saying that a lot of shit was like hella creepy back then but like we didn't understand what's going on okay one of the things that he's talking about right now is like child uh child endangerment or like the industry was like harming the child stars so if you remember the only thing he's he's gonna have me get back into his part but what he wanted to say about that was um if you notice, there was, like, a boom or, like, a, a huge, like, increase in, like, boy bands, girl bands, and, like, um, child stars and stuff like that. And now they're all crazier on drugs and stuff like that. 
those are like the attack of the gifted children and stuff so we're gonna get into that a whole nother episode but he did want me to just give y'all a sneak peek of like what he wanted me to do so <laughs> i got you big nip hold on it's getting darker so let me go turn on my lights and yeah Okay, so get comfortable in my chair. So let's see where Big Nip got us going now. Let's see here. Whew. Yeah, this man, he said, man, he wasn't worried about no uh like pastimes, like little fuck around options and shit like that. He wasn't worried about that. And it's like I feel like they were hella surprised by the fact that none of this shit was working. They could have offered him an actual house, too. Like, yeah, they, okay. So, not only did, I think he's breaking down all the different times that they make these offers before it led up to his murder, okay? So, another offer they made was him getting out the hood and him living in, like, maybe, like, some Hollywood Hills or, like, Beverly Hills or wherever the fuck, you know, um, out there in, like, Hollywood. It's like they have some type of huge mansion, that they were like okay this is gonna be like all expense paid type shit like you don't gotta pay the rent for like a year or like it's all paid for you just gotta move in type shit and it's like this is somebody that's in the hood like go watch his video feeling myself with lloyd and it's like he'll show you the bucket he used to drive around and then he'll show you the new car that he bought with his own cash that it's like he drives up in it um with the video you know what i mean like he'll show you what he first started off on and he'll show you what he earned what he pulled up in and like he drives the the new car for the rest of the video that's his shit off his own money right so it's like imagine you driving the bucket and shit around like you know a little honda a little you know a little toyota or something like that a little a little trap car you feel me a little a little slider is what they call them out here it's something to slide you to the store and back you feel me eight from point a to point b type shit is what he's saying like it wasn't nothing all that it was something to get him around you feel me this is what they're in this is the type of you know like they're wearing you know they wearing white tees and shit like that and like they chains might not be that big you feel me but they got some shit going on they might got some chucks going on you feel me like they got a bandana around their neck and shit like that so it's like they try to like impress them and be like oh we got this million dollar mansion in, in west hollywood hills and like it's, it's it's all paid for and you know you got this much acres of land and all this fucking bullshit right still trying to get them Still trying to get him in there. He's like, man, nah, I want that. I'll stay right at Granny's house. You feel me? I forgot what lyric it was, but he said his grandma's address in one of the lyrics. Like, you feel me? I'll pull up to Granny's house. I'm good. I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm good. I don't, I don't need that. They're like, what the fuck? Like, this man's tough. They're like, what the fuck? Like, they seen he had a warrior spirit. They could not flatter him. I told you guys, there's nothing. He's not childish. Just like the stuff that they was trying to come up with him with. It's like childish. Like, what? Yeah. So childish, okay? He was like, his his mission was love and not war, okay? Because it's like, even if he didn't directly say love, it's like he put it as like, if people spoke the universal language of like, coming together in unity and like creating something together, that was his version of like seeing love, you feel me? Like, if we can get a bag together... That's like, that's like universally, that's a way of like coming together and creating harmony and love. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What I'm seeing is like, um, hmm. there's something that happened 
where it's like um there's a woman that was like mad or something or like i'm saying that like something happened where it's like maybe they try to lie and say he tried to steal from somebody before there might be something that like said like he tried to steal before or take something from somebody or something like a woman tried to lie about it it was like that's false like her story was inconsistent so i don't know if he ever had like a court case or like maybe it was in a new somewhere or like you know some old hood shit where it was like um they tried to like get him in trouble and be like oh he robbed this or he you know he robbed this house or he did this or whatever he's like i didn't do that like you know this was this is something that they were directly trying to pin on him yeah it's like somebody he visited like maybe there was like a homegirl or like somebody he was cool with or something or like somebody that played it sweet or maybe it was like i don't know somebody and it was like he was visiting them and something came up missing it's like what i'm seeing is like they were trying to basically like trying to basically like make up some type of bullshit to make him his character look bad is what i'm seeing yeah this person could i don't know like you know i I don't really know all that shit like that this could be like widow. it says a widow i mean i don't know if like maybe they what i'm seeing is like they could have caused some type of friction between him and his first baby's mom is that what this means yeah Something about they could have caused some type of friction between him and his baby's mom, is what I'm saying. Or, I don't know how they broke up, but he's saying something about, like, yeah. They're saying something about, like, I don't know. Only, like, maybe Lauren and, like, this lady and, like, his family knows, like, the true details of it. But the way he's trying to explain it to me, it's, like, something about they visited her? Or... That somebody told her, or, like, there was something in the tabloids or something at the time. Or, like, they created a rumor or something and said that, like, he was messing around on her, but really he wasn't. And it's like, they just wanted him to break up with her mom, Imani's mom. Damn. So, I don't know if Imani's mom knows that, but it's like, he's confessing that now. Like, even if he didn't even know that, now that he's, like, on another realm, that he's in heaven, he's all-knowing. So, it's like, the shit that was hidden before, he's now able to talk about it because, like, he sees it. So, Amani's mom, I don't know, I don't remember your name. Um, let me see if I can look it up so I'm not, like, disrespectful or nothing like that. Um, let me see. Imani. Hold on, y'all. Because I want to say her name right. Tanisha. Miss Tanisha Foster. Okay, so, I think what he's trying to tell me is that, like, when you guys broke up, if there was, like, some type of rumor going around or, like, that he cheated on you or he was trying to steal from you or, like, he was doing something... Or he tried to rob you. I don't know. Something about, like, basically trying to pitch you guys against each other. It could have been, like, a friend that started this or whatever. What he's saying is, like, um, that was, like, somebody, like, if somebody came to them or called you or told you that. And it's, like, you didn't understand how your friend got the information or how this came about. This was orchestrated, okay? A sincere friend could have came to tell you this, Miss Tanisha. Like, oh, girl, I seen him there, da, da, da. What he's telling me is that this person was visited by the higher-ups and paid off to tell you this information to bring, to make you have bad thoughts about him, to make you not want to, like, actually come to him and talk about it and just to, like, um, go away from him and be like, fuck you, you know, I gave you this kid or, you know how, because it's like, I'm a child, you know, I'm a baby, not a baby's mom, I have a child, you know, so I feel like being someone's um, mother of their child is, like, that's offensive to, like, for you to do anything disrespectful, like, I pushed this kid out, you feel me? So, it's like, if, if there was a sincere friend that you trusted that came to you, Miss Tanisha, 
and um and, and told you something about Nipsey back in the day, that person was paid off just to slow you guys' relationship down because they didn't want you guys to continue to create powerful kids. So what I'm seeing is he was targeted even way back when when he was with Miss Tanisha and 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 um, um Imani's mother. So way before, like I'm telling you guys, this is way before um Lauren and way before he really made it to like the Hollywood screens and shit like that when he was just on his own okay let's see what else y'all showing me yeah he's showing me like he is a part of the universe like he's literally he calls himself Nipsey the Great he's saying the reason he said that is like okay he okay so I need to break this down a little bit I'm using my hermetic deck, right? And I told you guys, um, I read hieroglyphs and like, you know, when it comes to like um, the hermetic principles and stuff like that, like this is like Thoth's deck basically, okay? So it's, it has a lot of uh, like occult knowledge and things like that in it, okay? And it had it also like involves the ancient Egyptians. So this deck is going to be like really deep, okay? So what he's trying to tell me right now is the reason that he called himself Nipsey the Great is because he is considered the great one of the nighttime, okay? So it's like he is part of the universe. He's a, uh, one of the original primordial gods. If you look into Horus, he's the sky god, okay? So it's like he's the god of the sky. Ra is the god of the sun, okay? So it's like what he's trying to show me is um, the reason that people say, what the reason why he like coined the name Nip the Great or Nip, Nip Hustle the Great and that was his thing that he said is because of this. He knew who he was. It's like, even if he wasn't into tarot or any of this kind of stuff, him reading and researching enough and realizing his inner power, I don't know if he had, like, his own form of meditation or something like that, but it's like, he knew he was a god, bro. I don't know how else to explain this. I don't know how else to say it, you know. Yeah. He also knew that, like, on Earth, like, the wealth part didn't matter, you know. He had, he wanted to show people, like, okay, um... His mission was, like, to show people that, like, you know, yes, I have a lot of earthly power, like, as far as, like, things that I have, like, worldly possessions, but, like, the reason why he kept doing the things that he did and kept turning down things was, and, like, still pushing forward past it and documenting everything and not being, like, one of those people that is, like, okay, you keep all your work hidden, hidden until you get found, and then it's, like, or you keep all your documentaries and interviews, like, secret and then once you get noticed it's like all that underground shit is, doesn't matter no more and now it's just the hollywood shit like there's some artists that do that you feel me like for example i don't know you know like for example like meek mill a lot of his underground shit i don't i don't know about it you know and it's like all you really hear about it is like the newer stuff but it's like with nipsey you hear all of it because it's like he 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 wants you to know all the way back when about you know about shit like that he don't want you to just know about when he's able to get on a plane and pop bottles and catch jets and have puma contracts and shit he wants you to know about all the shit right so what he's saying is like that's why he did that he did it in that way for a reason yeah he moved like what i'm seeing is like he moved like he created his own lane i'm seeing like he churned it's like he paved the way okay he paved the way to show people that you can do this you don't have to sign up to nothing like that's why he did it and he documented it in that way so what i'm trying to tell you guys like remember how i tell you guys like when we come into these lives from other past lives like for the most part we know who we are as kids and it's like we just gotta remember that keep that hope alive and then like follow our passions and dreams and stuff he's saying like 
from a kid he knew was he was special and unique and even though his circumstances said otherwise he didn't let that break him you know and he kept at it and then he filmed and documented all his stuff so that y'all can see it too yeah he don't want nobody to have to feel like they gotta go through the life and like struggle or like you know like you can create this you can have material happiness but you gotta know yourself first don't just let anybody because it's like i was explaining like for the next person today like okay for example say say like i won the lottery today since i know who i am I can spend that money in the most wisest way because it's like I'm not trying to do things to impress other people. For the next person, they win the lottery and they don't know themselves. Like, okay, I'm going to give you guys a good example because I don't care about these broads. The little bitches that are like trying to be like me out here in this city. If they win the lottery, because it's like they're already doing this with their own tax money and like rent money and shit like that, right? So like if they win the lottery, they would go and get implants and ass injections and like do all this kind of physical material stuff that doesn't even matter because it's like they're trying to one up the next one for me i would go get me a house a place some land and grow things for my generations so that's what he's saying it's like once you know what you really want out of life once you get that offer it's like that's how you'll know if you want to take that offer or not or that's how you know or if you're getting played or not because like hmm you know, I've been waiting for this all this time, but it just don't seem right. It seemed too fucking easy, you know? It seemed like it's a something behind it. It seemed like it's a trap. Or even, am I even ready for this amount of money? Like, when he was that age, he like, and it's like he still had growth to do. If he would have just took that money, being a young hood nigga, still calling everybody bitches and shit like that, would he have really grown, he's saying? He's like, no, I wouldn't have. Because they would have, they would have, um, brought me into the lifestyle of drugs and sex and, and all that kind of shit he would not have left the impact that he left on this world today if he would have fell for that he's telling you right now he would have been imbalanced he would have still been struggling because he would have still been trying to find himself but on top of that he's been influenced by the higher ups hold on y'all i gotta change my leg position because i've been crisscross applesauce anyways um yeah, so he's saying basically like if he wouldn't have known himself and, and, and kept refusing those offers and kept finding himself and kept learning his friends and finding out true loyalty and, and there's a song where he says not everybody could come so he did have to cut off some friends. Not everybody was loyal, you feel me? And that can't happen, you feel me? Like as I seen, I have to cut off every fucking body. That's cool. I'll start over from scratch. I'm not tripping. But what he's saying is like if he didn't go through that, he would have sold out and like there wouldn't have been a big mark left on it it would have just been another drunk or horrible person or like you know it's like oh that's just another celebrity that died like oh they had an overdose oh they had a crash because they was drunk oh like oh da, da, da. no it's like you can't you couldn't write him off as that because he didn't do none of that shit he didn't stand for none of that shit that's why hollywood had to try to set him up in this way because you can't say, oh, he overdosed from shit because he didn't fuck around with that shit. You can't say, oh, he was driving drunk and intoxicated. And you can't say none of that shit. None of that. You can't set him up because he, he's ahead of all that, right? So that's what he's saying. Like, yeah. And what he's saying is, like, they also seen his daughter was a star. She was very unique. That he was a good father. That pissed them off even more when he had his daughter. That's what I'm saying. It's like, 
it's like, damn, could you be any more abundant? You know what I'm saying? Like, they had a problem with his abundance. Yeah, it's like he just kept gaining money. It's like, what I'm saying is, like, after after he had a money, he could have kept getting more money. Because it's like he went even harder now because he's a dad. You feel me? He's telling me this. He's like, he, he got his money up even more. He was already hustling, already doing it. But it, like, went ten times harder because now he has a daughter that he's looking out for. And it's like they wanted to ruin this for him. They wanted to ruin this. That's what I'm saying. He was showing people that it was okay to be a dad. That's okay to be a, a hood dad. That's okay to be a hood dad that has a business that's trying to make it out of this. He was a voice of that. He mentioned his daughter in a lot of videos. Uh, I mean, a lot of songs. And he had her on some of his videos. He'll have her at like the uh, the Grammy nominations and stuff like that. He'll have her there with him, looking so cute in her dresses. Got her hair done, smiling next to her dad. On his music videos and stuff, he had his mom on his videos. He had the people he grew up with. Um, you know, Sloss and Bruce and, you know, everybody. He was their voice. Yeah. I'm seeing, like, something happened to me. Yeah, this, he's showing me that, like, this, this chick, I don't know, some chick was paid off to say she was with him at, like, some party. And that did not happen. Miss Tanisha. If this was going on around, um, oh, shit, what happened? Sorry, I'm finding something else that I'm, I'm learning about right now. Um, I'm, I'm learning about, like, the Hebrew um, numerology, and they're showing me a little bit of it on this card, but I'm not talking about that right now. But um, what I'm seeing is, like, the whole reason he went to that party, that, like, okay, how can I explain this? When he went to that party, right, he could have been, like, with... The, the mom or like maybe did like she was pregnant I don't know but it was like he thought it was just like a normal party you know like a normal little like shindig where it's like you're gonna meet up with some record label people or something like that and it's like he get there and it's like a party for the hoes and like I told you he left right but it's like since he still didn't do what they wanted him to do another thing that they try to do to ruin him and Imani's mom at the time is they paid one of the hoes to like say she was with him or like hit up the mom and like start up some mess and that's why Amani and his mom like broke up. Amani's mom and him, I mean, broke up. It's because like some hoe was paid off. Some hoe that was at the the mansion party was paid off to say she messed with him. And it happened quick. Like they broke this family up very quick with that lie. That's fucked up. Yeah. It's like they try to take him out the family because it's like they didn't want him to raise a strong daughter. And he's telling me that's why they're trying to separate Imani from her, her, his sister raising her. Because his sister is powerful as fuck. She's strong as fuck too. You gotta remember, he, he, his energy comes from being raised by his mother and his grandmother. His dad was there too, but not as much. But he still had respect for his dad. But he was raised by women. His, his sister, of course, has that exact energy. And that's his daughter. And she's trying to bring his daughter into that energy to create, you know what I'm saying? And they still trying to separate them and don't want her to be a part of the legacy and the money and shit. Like, that is so weird to me. And it don't make sense because any any Joe Blow can go have a normal court case and get their kid. Especially, like, if there's no drugs or nothing like that. If there's no financial problems. If you guys are good parents, they should have no problem with signing them over to somebody in their family and it being the end of that. But I'm seeing, like, he's saying for him to be still mentioning it, 
it might be something still going on or it's like an issue or like they're trying to resolve it or something but he's letting me know if y'all listening y'all don't gotta worry because it's gonna get fixed okay yeah they just want you guys in like despair like they want y'all to stress like oh my god where's it what's gonna happen in money like like they want y'all to be defeated like to feel defeated because they've been targeting this man forever yeah, he's like, y'all not about to, you can't, you cannot hold my family back. He's saying this, you can't hold my family back. You cannot try to oppress them or make them feel like they're any type of slaves for anybody. He said, I'll be damned. He said, if he said for himself, he'd be damned. If he slaves for somebody, you'll be damned. If his family and his offspring slaves for anybody, you got them fucked up. They don't care about none of your material gain. If you notice his family closed down his stores and stuff like that, I noticed that. And at first I was sad, but now I see it was for protection, okay? So they, like, not only did he have his marathon store, but that entire cul-de-sac he bought out and he was opening up new stores and stuff like that, right? So there's a bunch of different businesses on that block. And there was a couple buildings where other people were, like, renting it out and they had their businesses too. That whole parking lot has been closed off pretty much since, like, a few weeks after his death. And now that I see with everything that's going on is because they're protecting his investments. Because to see everything that they've been doing this whole time, if his store was still open, they probably would have tried to send some people in to either harm his family and or fuck up his store. So what I see, and I see his family going into like isolation and seclusion and stuff like protecting themselves. That's why I'm speaking up and I'm using my witchy powers. And I'm going to light some candles and do a spell and shit. I'm going to fuck these people. I don't play that shit, dog. Don't fucking play with me. Okay? I don't play that shit. And this is one of my favorite rappers. And I recognize his energy because we, we're like, I think it's like siblings or some shit like that from past life. When you go back to Egypt, his energy is like a brotherly energy. I told you, he's a spirit guide. He helps me. He just gave me like 10 fucking episodes to do. I'm not playing, dog. Like, <laughs> y'all heard it. I'm about to fuck them up. I don't play that shit, dog. I don't play that shit. I don't send magic to people because I know how detrimental my magic can be. These little brides out here shaking their ass and trying to sleep with my baby's ass and stuff, if I really sent them magic, they would be fucked up. It's crazy because they're still going to get fucked up, but it's only because I returned to sender. So the stuff that's going to happen to them, it's only because I lit one candle and said, return to sender. So imagine what the fuck I'm about to do to these motherfuckers that done played with him and his family. I'm not playing with you guys. Y'all got me fucked up. And it's crazy because I know they're like, what is going to take her off to make her hurt us? Like, what is it going to be? What's going to be that thing to push her button? This is one of the things that's going to push my button. Because I watched this man. He did nothing but try to grow his community and others. And y'all stopped that. So I'm going to stop y'all. Easy. Thank you, Nipsey, for letting me know this because I'm about to fuck shit up. I knew something was wrong. But it's like I didn't know all the details. You feel me? Yeah, he said he about to get victory. As soon as I got done saying that, it says victory. <laughs> over dominion. Victory over dominion. Yep. Yep. And I see their material work and their connections failing. Mm-hmm. And look, he, he got his Leo energy. And he got... That's so funny. He's so funny. This card that I'm looking at, it's a Leo. But it's also um, a bird in the sky. And I told you, Horus is the sky guy. And he's represented as a falcon. So he's showing me, like, he wanted me to do this, okay? (laughs) He wanted me to do his story because he knew that, like, once I found out everything, I would get pissed off enough to, like, do the magic that they needed me to do, okay? 
Like, when I be telling you guys I do shit, I'm not just playing, bro. I don't be saying that shit. I just don't be saying that shit. I'm not even the type of person to brag and boast, but I'm about to show you guys what the fuck I can do. I'm going to tear all down this whole fucking system. They got me fucked up. They got me fucked up. And look at him. He's hella funny. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I see lots of volcanoes happening and lots of hurricanes. Lots of volcanoes and hurricanes. And he's showing me that the universe is going to back me up. He's also showing me that Lauren is protected. Okay. Yeah. He's saying pay attention to the weather. He's saying pay attention to the weather. The weather is going to change drastically, okay? When the weather changes drastically, just know it's a shitstorm happening up in the motherfucking politics, okay? Let's go to his soul energy. So his soul energy, angel of the sky. I can't make this shit up, dog. I wish, like, I need you guys to really go to fucking YouTube. Tell your friends and your family to go to YouTube and subscribe so I can get a thousand followers so I can show you guys these cards. (laughs) So y'all can see I'm not just saying it. I don't say this shit for my help. I pulled out the angel of the sky. He is Horus. That was the first fucking card when I'm looking at his soul energy. The angel of the truth next. He's here to bring truth and enlighten me. Okay? He's He got the angel of divination in reverse because he didn't have to use divination. He didn't have to use cards like I use cards. I don't have to use cards. I just think they're pretty and fun. But he's saying, like, all his insight was, like, intellectual. He's seen everything with his third eye, okay? He's very... His third eye was very awakened and activated. He's telling me to show no mercy when I do my magic, and I will not, okay? <laughs> And he's the angel of flame, so he's letting me know the reason he has so much, um, so much uh, fire in his chart is because that's the element he represents, okay? So, like, um, when it comes to, like, if we would see him in, like, an orb form, he would be a fireball, okay? Yeah. He would be a fireball. He's telling me it's gonna storm soon. It's gonna be storming. And it's looking like it right now. Like, it's like... Honestly, it's like a spring day and it was sunny earlier, but now it looks like it just bust out raining hella hard out of nowhere. Okay, let's see his soul purpose, his life purpose here. Okay. His life purpose was to spread light and love. He did it in his own unique way, okay? He did that. His purpose was also to bring justice to others that um, did not experience fairness or protection. He did that in a, like, he did do that while he was alive, but he also, what I'm seeing, and he has me doing, because he's my spirit guide, is he has me doing that with these celebrity crime files. So I didn't understand why I was drawn to doing that, because it's like, I was just mainly, like, when I first started off doing those kind of podcasts, of like, solving crimes, it was more so, like, missing indigenous women and kids, because we don't have our own Amber Alert system, you feel me? But what I'm seeing is, like, He's saying that the reason, like, he's basically told me he's he's the one that led me to first start doing the celebrity ones, and I didn't know that. And now he's my third episode, so now it makes sense. And then now he just gave me the next ten episodes, so he's telling me that's why. And he's, like, kind of, like, helping, like, I'm helping him complete some part of his journey that he didn't get to complete because they took him out. So I'm going to help bring justice to the shit that's going on in Hollywood. That's what I'm here for. And, you know, the higher-ups and shit like that. That's what I'm here for. He's telling me that right now. 
He's here. His life purpose was here to bring freedom to others and to let people know that you're free to do what you choose. You don't have to sign up with anybody else, okay? If you want to travel and work, travel and work. He's showing me somebody on a laptop. Bring you, you know, if you feel like you want to travel the world, find you something that you love doing, that you're passionate about, that you can take anywhere you go. You can work from your laptop or set up somewhere in an in a Airbnb or some type of vacation home and do your thing and still enjoy your life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, for him, his Victory Lab video, he, t- he filmed that out in Tulum. And he'll say in the beginning of it, you've seen that he was he was filming the video, yes, but he still took the time to spend time with his family and friends at the Mayan ruins to, to learn about some ancient stuff. You see what I'm saying? This is an ancient man. Don't nobody just randomly be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to Tulum to the, the Mayan ruins. Like, come on, man. This man got ancient knowledge in his head. He went there because that's a spiritual place. That's what I mean. He might not have shown us how spiritual he was, but he had his own unique sense of spirituality. The Mayan ruins is a very very highly spiritual place okay so he's saying at the same time he was making his money and making that video he also was taking the time to enjoy life that's what he he wants to remind you guys of too this was his purpose in life this is what his music talked about and stuff right his life purpose was also to help build and create to bring deeper senses of accomplishment to others because it's like okay if you are constantly putting your because it's like they're kind of in control of your mind if they, if you have to sign a contract and say say like say like i was a conscious rapper like Nas or something like that right and it's like i signed a contract and it's like all i can do is put out songs about people having sex with me and like drugs and shit like that it's like damn do you see how conscious Nas raps are and it's like how unconscious like fucking i don't know kodak black is and it's like, imagine Nas having to sign a paper and rap like Kodak Black when that's not his style. It's like you have so much knowledge that's getting suppressed and it's like dormant. You know, it's like information that's dormant. You're not able to build up communities and build up the world because it's like the true God-given talent is now being corrupted by a puppet, you know, by a puppet master. So it's like his job was to build and create to help bring a deeper sense of accomplishment. So... The, his whole journey and why everybody was following it with him and on a marathon with him and growing with him is because that final victory lap when you finally get here was so important because it's like now you see what it feels like to make it out the mud now you see what it feels like to like build something from nothing back to boogie that's why he wants you to plant a seed right now because it's like you already know what that feels like you know what i mean but it's like he's saying that like right now you're grieving so bad he wants you to remember that so plant some seeds, put your love into it, and watch it grow into a beautiful flower, okay? It's going to give you a deep sense of accomplishment and help you heal. He was definitely a healer. He had a healer right here. So not everybody's spiritual gift of healing looks the same. Some people are like Reiki. You know, some people are like energy healers. You know, some people do what I'm doing. Um, For him, he's telling me right now, his was... He was a healer. It's like his gift of healing was through his words, through his music, through his actions, and him sharing it with others. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, he was he was taken out before he got to his nutrition side of it, because this was in reverse. 
So he was moving on to teaching other people about health and nutrition, okay? This could be another reason, Boogie, why he wants you guys to, like, um, move and go to, like, somewhere where y'all can get some land. And, like, it's you and the whole family there type shit. It's like, y'all got y'all land and everybody there. Y'all safe, you feel me? Like, everybody, you feel me? Mom, everybody, the whole crew, everybody got their own little house, but y'all on this land. It's like, y'all, y'all own community, you feel me? He's showing me this. He he has this vision for y'all. I'm not saying y'all got to be next door neighbors all up in each other's space. Get enough land. Y'all all put up some money, get enough land. Y'all take over, and it's just uh, all y'all. You can go a, a mile away, and it could be Jay Stone and them. You could be a mile away, and it's mom and them. You feel me? But it's like, it's y'all. You feel me? That's what he's saying. He's saying that um, he was taken out before he got to complete his nutrition side of it. That's what I'm here for. For Lisa Left Eye Lopez, Dr. Sebi, and for Nipsey, the three main people that I follow that tried to get this same information out about how healing herbs are and how pharmaceutical companies and prescription and things like that are killing you, okay? These things are literally slowly killing people, giving them more side effects than what the fuck you even start off with. How the fuck you just got an upset stomach or IBS and then you take some and then now you got a fucking cancer? And it's like, what the fuck? You feel me? This is what Dr. Sebi, Lisa Left Eye Lopez, Nipsey Hussle, they all tried to get this out. They were all murdered, taken out, okay? So he's showing me this one was in reverse because his his idea and his goal was to have to uh, to put out nutrition. He was going to, what he was going to do, how he was going to do it in his own unique way, is he was going to make a documentary based on the court case that Dr. Sebi won about curing cancer back in the day. He went to the Supreme Court and beat the Supreme Court and showed them that you can cure cancer with herbs and stuff like that. And then after that, Dr. Sebi was murdered. But even though the truth is out there, it's not publicized. Like the fact that I just said that, nobody talks about that, but it's there. Like it's fucking there. But they're like, oh, take radiation and chemo. No. For some people, I tell y'all, you guys can take Rick Simpson oil. 10 sticks of that, 10 grams of that will jumpstart you healing yourself with any cancer that you have. You don't even have to get the one that gets you high. You can get the regular CBD one. Or if you like to get high, you can get the indica or the sativa one or the hybrid. And it's going to heal you. A right-sized amount under your tongue. Sour sop. Okay? It's a leaf. It's a tea. Drink one fucking cup of that and it's literally going to remove whatever cancer is in you. And they keep drinking CBD tea and taking your THC and different herbs and stuff that breaks down cancers. And I promise you, you're not going to get it. And there's other things with alkaline diets and stuff. I have to study Dr. Sebi's alkaline diet. But I promise you, I'm going to get you guys' this information too because they got me fucked up. I told you guys. When I tell you guys how protected I am, it's for a reason. Okay? If nobody else in the world is talking about this shit, I'm supposed to be talking about it. These people are my spirit guides for a reason. My dad grew up ta- teaching me about Dr. Sebi. So when I'm saying this, I'm not bullshitting. I'm not trying to be cool and be like, oh, she feeling herself. Oh, she thinks she's this person. No, bitch, I know who the fuck I am. I know who the fuck my voice is supposed to be. I know who I am. I know what ancient deity I was. I knew all that. Okay? I know that these guides and these spirit guides are around me because I'm supposed to help them figure, finish out what they weren't able to finish out because these motherfuckers killed them. That's why my main target, if you hear most of my podcasts, and I didn't even do that on purpose. Every time I pull these cards, I'm in a different environment, a different setting, I'll sage, all that kind of shit. Sage the cards, all that, right? 
But somehow, every fucking podcast, no matter what I'm doing, if I'm talking about the celestial beings in the sky, aliens and extraterrestrials, if I'm talking about missing indigenous women, it all leads back, if I'm talking about Hollywood, it's all leading back to the higher ups. Why? Because my mission is to fucking destroy them in this lifetime, okay? And I'm going to show you that I am. I just want y'all to see that and hear that right now. And Nipsey wants y'all to hear that shit too. The same three people I just said that did not get to do that, they are my spirit guides. And they're telling me that this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm supposed to do. And this is what I'm going to help them finish. Because this is in reverse for all of them. All they were trying to do was bring to the universe and bring to the world to let people know you can grow your own fucking garden and get your own seeds and study herbology and heal yourself from depression, from gout, from Alzheimer's, from dementia, from cancer, from certain STDs. I think he even cured HIV and AIDS with herbs. Dr. Sebi, stop fucking playing with me, okay? This man has so much knowledge and Nipsey had that shit too and he was just trying to put it out there and they murdered him for that and he said that on one of his last interviews when he announced that he was doing the documentary and I wish this is the thing I wish he would have did different I wish he would have done different I wish he wouldn't have said anything and he would have just put it out and then it would have hit them and the information would have already been out there you feel me I wish that you know I wish like I wish the, the, the elites would have just got surprised with that documentary, you feel me? Because that's what made them like, okay, we have to act now. Like, they done did this the whole time. However long it took him to get famous, they've been attacking him this whole time. But when he stepped up and said, I'm going to make a documentary to prove this, and then on that same interview, he said, if they, if they take me out, y'all better ride for me. I'm going to ride for my peoples, you feel me? Because he's trying to get off some information the same way I'm trying to get off some information. Okay? He knew they was going to try to get him after this. Did he think it was going to be that soon? No. I'm trying to tell you guys, okay? Yeah. He wants people to trust their inner guts and their inner feelings and their dreams when it's like, when they're trying to guide you to your past. Like, if the, if your ancestors or spirit guys keep getting you fired from this one job or you just can't understand why you've been here for 10 years and not promoted, it's because you're not supposed to be there. I promise you, if you put that same energy into yourself, you can make it. Same way he did, same way I'm going to. You feel me? Period. Because I put all my intentions and all my energy and my trust and my intuition and in knowing this is my fucking path. Like, nobody can sway me, nobody can sway him, nobody should be able to sway you either, okay? He's also saying that, like, he was supposed to be writing books and shit like that. He had, like, man, he wanted to do so much. Yeah. He's telling everybody that's listening to this right now, it's time for you to decide on, like, your true heart's desires, your true decisions and what you want to do in life. What mission do you have? What legacy do you have? What's your marathon? Like, what are you supposed to be bringing to the world? Have you found your purpose yet? If you haven't, it's time for you too, okay? And if you don't know how, he's saying to talk to your angels. Don't worry about it. Just ask for guidance, okay? I tell you guys all the time, try to find a language to communicate with them, whether it's angel numbers or spirit animals. Or if you're like, okay, some of y'all can be like, okay, spirit guides, I'm asking you a question. Please allow 
when Nola Moon does an ancestor message for the answer to come out in there. That can happen. That'll that'll happen. That's how channeling happens. And then your ancestors will speak through me. And I'll say some shit like, I don't know if this is somebody's confirmation, but uh, somebody needs to hear this. And then I'll say it, and then now you got your answer. You feel me? However it is, find a way to talk to your guides and get their communication going so that you guys can move forward on your mission and your goals, okay? That's the end of this episode. And then we got another episode to end it off. And that shit gonna be long too, but I don't want to do it too long, okay? So this is the end of episode part two. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for listening. Until the next one.